Quiet, please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. Ladies and gents, it's your podcast. It's rooted in God, family, and country. And because of those things, we are unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. I hope you're well. I hope everyone is well. I hope your family's well. I hope everything you're doing, you're the best at it. You're doing well at it. You're prospering. No matter who you are, left, right, center, doesn't matter. I, uh, I legitimately and honestly pray for you. I pray for our country. I pray for our leaders. I pray for those that disagree with me. I pray for myself to, to be more open-minded, too. It's not all about, you know, you. Now, I know I'm right 99.9% of the time. That's not the issue. But, but it's being, it's, 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 it's not getting so frustrated when I hear the dumbest ideas coming out of leftists' brains. So uh, that's what I pray for. Just kidding. Not, but okay. Anyway, so welcome to Unwavering. Uh, hope you're well. Before we get started, let's take a second. Let's get a word from our sponsor. My good friends cannot do it without them. The people, the fine folk over at RHTC. Hit it. RHTC is a national leader in construction and industrial-based training. Right here in Western Louisiana, we offer CCO prep courses in all variations of mobile crane as well as tower crane, lattice boom crawler, articulating boom crane and loader, rigging level one and two, signal person, and coming soon, telehandler or extender reach forklift prep classes. So whether a new career for you, the individual, or needing training for your entire crew, call us at 318-330-9000 or find us at rhtcinc.com again 318-330-9000 or find us at rhtcinc.com god bless and there they are cannot do it without them you know as i say every week or or every show whatever every week whatever uh, i try to say you know a lot of the stuff i say is deemed you know controversial and it shouldn't be at all like 30 minutes ago the things i'm saying 99% of us agreed with. So it's really weird how it's controversial now. It's evil. It's so evil. That Kevo guy's evil. What is wrong with people? Anyway. All right. So I'm on one. I'm in a good mood. Uh, in a heartfelt mood. Going to a men's retreat this weekend. Uh, I'm teaming on the retreat. So uh, hope to bring a lot of people's faith around to where they need to be. I hope, I hope to see a lot of men give their life to God. That you know, may not be for you, but it is, okay? But I say, what does it matter what drives a man to be a better person? You know, people want so bad to be cool. You know, I want to be cool, man. I'm be a nonconformist. I don't need religion to get me that. What do you care? What do you care? Right? If a person believes, nay nay knows and I'm telling you I've had a death experience I quit breathing twice I'm here to tell you I didn't have a dream I know what I experienced so you can choose to not believe it 
or but I mean that's fine. I, I, and I mean that. Like that's genuine. Like I'm not. I wouldn't argue with you. I would never force you. Better believe what I'm saying. How dare you? No, I understand. I do. I understand people going. Ooh, okay, that's a lot to take in. Uh, already, I, I I I don't think that's real. But that's. I mean that's fine. I'm not. Doesn't mean you hate me. It doesn't mean you think I'm a butthead. Doesn't mean you think I'm a liar. It doesn't. Mean, it just means you feel what you feel, and so that's the beauty. That's the beauty of this country is your ability to go. I don't know if I, I don't think I believe that. And me, my ability to go. I understand, but I still love you. I know what happened, and uh, you know, one day I would love to share it on the show, do an episode. Love to do it, but anyway. So, <clears throat> what was I saying? Anyway, I was saying, uh, oh, don't bring me to God. I've had a near-death experience, or a death experience. I know what happened to me when I quit breathing. So, what does it matter, the reason behind a man's awakening, or woman, you know, whatever, but uh, uh, we're talking about men's retreat. So a man's awakening to be a better person. Well, because the church does bad things and they're not taxed and they're not. You know, you're right. A lot of churches do do bad things. Right? But, but that aside, a lot of other groups do bad things. A lot of plumbers do bad things. A lot of teachers do bad things, Right? Teachers getting arrested left and right for sex with their students or being racist or being that, being that. You're not going to send your kids to school? Now, you choose to say, you may go, well, I'm going to homeschool them. Okay, all right. So, home religion them. Now, you know, you'll have to go to church, all right? But not every church is evil because they don't pay taxes, all right? There are churches out there that you have no idea that exist that don't pay taxes. You're right. You're right. But they've never done anything to hurt anybody. All right? They're, they're working in the community. They're doing things. They're giving children examples to serve others. I'm going on a retreat this weekend. That's the thing. That's the thing. So tell me. Tell me. I'm going to say it, and I want to uh, upset everybody, but I'm going to say it. Okay, here we go. To my leftist out there, eh, that preach inclusivity and doing things for people and the oppressed, right? When's the last time you spent a weekend? Don't matter why. Doesn't matter why, okay? Doesn't matter whether it's under the guise of God or just because you don't want to be an asshole, right? Doesn't matter, Okay? When's the last time you spent two days serving strangers and telling them, hey, you're good people? What, you had an affair? You think you're the only person that's ever done that? Huh? You think you're the only person that ever took $100 out of the cash register, right? You think you're the only person that ever cheated on their taxes. You think you're the only person that has this fear of failure? You think you're the only person that's impotent? That is embarrassed to go ask for help? You think you're the only person? No. No. 
There are a lot of men out there broken. So before you go judging people, because God's a man in the sky. When's the last time you got together, planned a weekend, where you got people together, you fed them, you made their plate for them. Hey, no, 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 no. Don't make that. I'm going to make a plate for you. What you want? You want some of that? You want some of that? Let me get you a drink, man. Let me help you out. Is there anything you want to talk about? You want to get something off your chest? Do you want to, what's, what can I do, man? Like, when's the last time you did that? Instead of posting on Facebook how woke you are, huh? Or posting a meme with a celebrity picture and a quote, right? Or a picture of yourself with some vague quote about, I'm the storm and the fire and the rain and all. When's the last time you got out and served someone? When? So before you start judging people, what do you do? Tell me what you do to make the world a better place. Other than want it to be a better place. Tell me what you do. Other than just wanting it to be. I want it to be better. I'm going to talk about it being better. I'm going to talk about it. What do you do to make it better? Tell me. Love to hear it. And I, and, and, and I know it sounds like sarcasm. And some of it is. But some of it's genuinely not. I'm perfectly fine. You're not going to put me in my place if you go, well, matter of fact, I did it. No, dude, that's awesome. But I bet you. I'm willing to bet you 99% of the leftists out there that scream their Facebook memes about me being a conservative and a Nazi and all these things, I bet you, bet you 99% of those people don't do anything to make the world a better place. They just talk about wanting the world to be a better place. Their idea of making the world a better place is a Facebook post or going to vote. I'm going to vote. Make sure Trump don't get in. Make sure DeSantis don't get in. I'm going to make sure no Republican gets in, no conservative. Tell you again on this show, I am not a Republican. But not for the reasons you may think. You may go, why uh, you're not a Republican? Well, because I think the word Republican today almost means coward. Because 97% of them are cowards. They have zero backbone. Principles gone. Core values gone. I think there's a few out there that are really good. And I want to support them. But aside from voting, tell me what you've done. Other than posting a meme on Facebook. And voting, what you've done to serve and make the world a better place. When's the last time you went and worked for 48 hours? All right. For 50 men you've never met because those men were broken, because they've had affairs, they've lost their jobs, they don't have a good physical relationship with their wife. Their kids don't respect them. They're out of town. They're gone all the time. They don't know if their marriage is going to survive. They don't know what to do. They're just broken. How do those people not matter? It's got to be an oppressed group, right? 
Okay, that's what it is. It's got to be an oppressed group. That's, that's what it is. If it's not a minority or a transgender group or, a, you know, a, a, like, that's what it is. When I tell you that 99% of these broken men that are going on this trip are white, you're going to go, see, racist, bunch of white men, racist. Uh, just look it's a bunch of men coming together to build men up it's a bunch of men coming together to serve other men it's a bunch of men coming together saying we all need to be better husbands better fathers better grandfathers better business owners better men and we're not doing it through toxic masculinity. That's not what happens at these retreats. No. Even if you're not sure where you stand spiritually, if you ever went on one, it would change your life. It's going to change your life. You don't have to be an open speaker. You don't have to be, you can be a shy person and go on this retreat and get so much out of it. And it still changed your life. I recommend you go. I recommend you go. I'm going to be working on a couple people for that uh, uh, this year. There's two in particular I have in mind that that's my task is to get them to go. So, uh, I'm excited about that. Anyway, that's this weekend, so I'm going to go serve. I know it doesn't count because most of them are white, and we shouldn't serve white men because they're what's wrong with the country, right? Or that's what's wrong with the world. So I'm sorry to all your leftists out there. I don't think that's the case. I think men are men, and I don't care what color they are, okay? I don't care what color they are. Men are men, and I'm here to help those men this weekend. Anyway. So, uh, now that that's over and done with, I've wasted 10 minutes of your time on that. I want to talk about something. So, uh, I heard a song that really speaks to me. So, it inspired me to kind of put together this little opening start here. You know, when I die one day, for me, again, I'm a spiritual person, right? I'm, I'm a child of God you know, and, and, and his son, Jesus. But, okay, that aside. For me, I, I'm, I'm, a song, there's a song by Need to Breathe uh, called I Am Yours. Uh, and that's not something I'm talking about a second ago, but it just made me think. And, and there's a line in the song that sums up my thinking. And it's, I am a man whose one ambition is to dance with my divine. I'm a man that just want to get to God one day. The ultimate goal is get to God's kingdom. And stand there and look at Jesus Christ. And I don't know how. I, would, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be a jump up and down. I don't know if I'm going to be a, you know, like not the handshake, handshake, but the like, like the, the, the kind of uh, uh, informal shake where you're palming each other's hands, but bringing it in for a hug. I don't know if I would be in just teetotal shock at what is I'm experiencing, I don't know. Don't know how I'm going to be, okay? But, <clears throat> but I heard this song, 
And it made me think about the distant second ambitions in my life, okay? The first one, man whose one ambition is to dance with my divine. I want to be able to dance with Christ. Very distant seconds, what I'm talking about now, is I want to leave a legacy. That's what I want to leave. I want to leave a legacy because essentially... We're working class people. I'm probably not going to leave my daughter and son-in-law and grandchildren a lot of anything because I spend too much of it, you know. And economically speaking, this country is in the beep hole. So who knows where 401ks and retirement money and all that going to be, all that. Okay, but that being said, here we go. So the ambition is a legacy. <clears throat> and it's a legacy in a country that has freedom. Freedom. Freedom's a cherished value that's deeply ingrained in the American ethos. Freedom. Do not tell me, do not tell me that I'm wrong because I'm not. I'm not wrong. Freedom is a cherished value deeply ingrained in the American ethos. And it is under attack. Now you say what you will, okay? You're not right. It is. Freedom is at jeopardy. I'm one that thinks that if a man wants to get on Twitter and tweet, I hate all white people, all white people are the devil, I wish all white people would die, then he should be able to do that. Okay, now, that doesn't mean there's not going to be consequences for that. But he should not be censored. All right? He should not be removed from Twitter. Okay? He shouldn't be arrested because he said stupid, hurtful things. He shouldn't, all right? But if you want to say that, say it. All right? So there's a flip side to it, guys. And that's, I think if a man wants to get on Twitter and say, I think all black people are gross, they're stupid, and I don't like them all, and I wish we didn't have them. I think if a man or woman wants to say that, they shouldn't be banned from the platform. All right? I, for one, I like when I can identify those kind of degenerate, disgusting snakes. I like that I know who it is. All right? No, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with white people or the scourge and devils, as I said in the first scenario. No, but it doesn't mean that somebody shouldn't have the right to say it. But it also doesn't mean there's not going to be consequences with it, right? Right? Like man or woman may get on Twitter and say that about uh, African-American. Well, look, no, let's, a man or woman may get on Twitter and say that about black people, right? But when he leaves his job one day and somebody's waiting outside and knocks him on his ass, that's it. Bro, that's on you. 
You shouldn't have said that stupid stuff. Whatever. Yeah, but he has the right to say it. Doesn't mean there's not going to be consequences. You can't and shouldn't be allowed to control my tongue or anyone else's as far as words go. And you shouldn't be able to dictate what words come out of them. You shouldn't be able to dictate how I refer to people. Uh, you can only call me one of these products. That should never, ever be a thing in the United States of America. Nobody should want that. Nobody. So freedom is a cherished value deeply ingrained in American ethos, but it is under attack. I don't care what you say, the United States of America stands. It does. It stands as a beacon, as an example of liberty, offering citizens unparalleled opportunities in many facets, self-expression, individual rights, governance, voting, and the ability to just age. Age, American citizen. Age, American citizen. Right? That's it. You don't have to have a high school diploma to run for office. If you want to put forth the money, the effort, and, and get out and campaign and put a movement together because you truly want to change things, you can do that. Is that not the greatest country? That alone makes it amazing. Now, that's not what happens here. You got career politicians, they get rich and rich and rich and rich and rich, and they stay rich. All right? But it's funny. It's funny. How leftists don't bitch about that. They don't gripe about that. All right? How did Trump make his money? And look, look, I'm one that says, I'm one that says all the time, damn, Donald, quit being so crass. All right? Be a little more polished. Think, you can think what you want. Sometimes it's not a good idea to say it when you're running a person. But again, freedom of speech. That's under attack. But unparalleled opportunities for self-expression, individual rights, governance, and to be part of that government. Be part of that governance. But you got career politicians that are ruining it. They're ruining it. They just stay and they get richer and richer and richer. If you look at somebody like Joe Biden and you look at his jobs throughout the years, tell me, I want you to explain to me, how is it that Joe Biden's a millionaire? I'll let you go. Tell me how it is. Tell me how it is. Tell me how Pelosi's a millionaire. I, I can do the same with Republicans. I'm not picking on Democrats, guys. Okay? Do, do not think that. Okay? All right? Tell me how Kevin McCarthy. Tell me how Mitch O'Connell has so much money. Tell me. Tell me. Because they're career politicians. They cheat the system. They're in this for the money. Because the power gives them access and insider things. And it's disgusting. On both sides. Trust me. 
I'm not oblivious to that. I, I think if one thing you know, you know that I'm not going to stand here and act like Republicans are this great group of people, man, just gung-ho. But we live in a country where I feel like what we do is vote our values. I feel like that's what we should do. We should vote our values. Only, <clears throat> only there's a problem. There's a problem. Look, y'all want to know what the problem is? I never thought you'd ask. Thank you. If America is a country where we vote our values, and as I said a minute ago, I think we should, the problem is, is those values are about non-existent now. That's the problem. Our values have gone. We have no core values anymore. Tell me, honestly, and I mean this, tell me when the last time that you've just sat back and you've watched politicians, people that we pay to work for us, when's the last time you've seen them genuinely speak and talk about the importance of how great the country is, even if we disagree, how great freedom of speech is, even if we disagree, how we shouldn't be fighting each other's words and opinions, okay? Actions are different, right? Somebody walks up, punches you, punch them back, (laughs) all right? But, But if I say a man's a man and a woman's a woman, you shouldn't hate me. I shouldn't be called a Nazi. Again, it's your right to call me those things. That's that freedom of expression, freedom of speech. But all that means is our values have completely disappeared. There are none. There are no values. We're a country where at one time we were looked at by every other country in the world. And they're looking and they're like, man, how did they get it right? How'd they do it? Well, I'm going to tell you how we got it right. You're not going to want to hear it, but I'm going to tell you. That economic freedom and opportunity, that freedom and diversity, that is United States stood and still stands, I truly believe is that beacon of hope, liberty, and opportunity, making it the greatest country on earth. It's unbelievably rich history. Very diverse population, and I hate that word, (laughs) but the melting pot we have. The innovation, the dedication, the dedication to once core values and principles. America had consistently propelled itself to the forefront of global affairs. Everybody looked at America and was like, God, how did they get it right? I don't understand it. It's commitment to freedom, economic prosperity, cultural influence. But America's foundation 
is grounded, like it or not, guys, America's foundation is grounded in what I call two basic principles. The Constitution is one. That guarantees freedom and all the stuff in between, right? Guarantees freedom. Guarantees your right to be free, to say what you want, even if it's mean, okay? The right to bear arms so you can protect your family from that truly, and you would be right, mean, disgusting person who said, I don't like black people. They all should die. I want to protect myself from them. I like the fact that they could call themselves out. I know who they are. I can pinpoint, circle, and go. I'm not going to do business with that person. I'm not going to have a friendly conversation with that person. I'm going to protect myself from that person. Because that person right there, it'd be better off if he weren't in our society. But he has a right to be here. He has a right to say what he wants to say. As long as as he doesn't hurt anyone. And words don't hurt people. All right? Pisses you off. It frustrates you. But they don't. They don't hurt people. But back to what I was saying. Two principles. Freedom. That constitution guarantees your right to say what you want to say. Your right to bear arms. Your right to an attorney. A speedy trial. A jury of your peers. The right of women to vote. So many things, right? As you look at the Bill of Rights. The right to reasonable search and seizure. The right for people just to not walk in your house for no reason and want to see everything that's in there. That document guarantees you freedom. Guarantees it. That doesn't mean there's not instances out there where people use their power in an evil way. Of course there is. But by and large, that's not the rule. It's not happening. But when it does happen, it does happen against everyone. It happens occasionally against a gay person. It happens occasionally against a, 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 a heterosexual white woman. It happens occasionally against a heterosexual white male. It happens occasionally against a black woman. It happens occasionally against a black man. It happens against a Mexican man, an Asian woman. It happens, it happens to everybody. And if you bury your head in the sand and you think, no, it doesn't, white people have it made, and they, they, you're, you, you're just, that's not the case, okay? We got it made as much as you have it made. And that's based on our core values and principles and how we apply them to our life. But again, they're gone. In America today, they're gone. One of them, is 99% gone. The other one they're working on, and that's this Constitution, this freedom thing. When you look at the Bill of Rights, and you look at those freedom-inducing articles, each one, one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, all up, right? right. You look at them. It's overwhelming to think of how smart those forefathers were. I want you to hear me out, okay? 
I am. I'm going around Laura's house because this freaking me means something to me. I'm trying not to get upset. Try not to get emotional because this truly means something to me. So give me the opportunity as your friend. Just hear me out. Just go, you know what? He's, that man is good to me. He is good to everyone he meets. Let me hear him out. Freedom is under attack. I don't care what you say. You're wrong if you say it's not. The cultural influence freedom has had. The economic prosperity. The American economy has long been a driving force in global dominance. And I'm here to tell you, you may sit there and go, well, that's what's wrong with the global... No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. There's, there's a percentage of evil in every government. Good, bad, right, wrong, indifferent. There's bad in everything. I said earlier, there's bad teachers, there's bad plumbers, there's bad welders, there's bad electricians, there's bad cops, there's bad uh, postmen, there's bad postwomen, there's bad doctors, there's bad everything. The cultural influence, uh, America's cultural impact reverberates across the globe. From what used to be fantastic Hollywood movies, fantastic Hollywood movies, to what used to be fantastic music. Used to be fantastic art forms that transcended borders around the globe. Trends, influences, countless lives, literature. Mark Twain, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I've always wanted to use this word in a sentence. I'm getting to use it. They have left an indelible mark on the pages of this world. American ideals, right? Right? Part of that freedom. So so when you take freedom, right, subset to freedom, right? Equality, justice. Have inspired movements that needed to be inspired. That needed to be put together. The right of a black man and woman to walk down the street and not be attacked needed to happen. The right of a black child to be able to go to school in the school zone where they live and be treated with respect needed to happen. The movement behind not walking out in the street and yelling at a black man walking down the street and calling him the N-word needed to happen. The stopping of lynchings because your skin color needed to happen. Now make no mistake, guys. I'm not stupid. I understand there's 330 million people in this country. There's a racist or two. I know that. And there's somebody out there today that if they could get their hands on a black person, they'd lynch them. And there's somebody out there tonight that if they could get their hands on a white person, they'd lynch them. But that's not the rule. That's not the rule. That's not the majority. Matter of fact, that's such a minute, itty-bitty-bitty bitty minority. But that's what's focused on. 
That's what's focused on. And you know why? Because when you focus on that, it pushes. It pushes those core values I talked about, those principles I talked about, the two that America was founded on. It just pushes them further out. You got people going, we don't have freedom. Look, look, look what's happening here. Don't have freedom. Yeah, we do. That piece of crap needs to be hung somewhere. Uh, I'm talking about the guy. Hear me out. I'm talking about the white guy that went and picked a black guy and wanted to lynch him. The white guy needs to be hung up somewhere and made an example of. Absolutely he does. I'm all for public punishment like that. Teach people a lesson. It's another reason why I want people to be able to say what they want to say on Twitter and Facebook and all that. Why? Why? I want to know who these people are. So when they get caught trying to do something, we could go look at their look at their social media. They talked about this all the time. Let's make an example of them so other people will think, oh, maybe we need to change our thinking here. Uh, or, or they'll just leave, go somewhere. I'm okay with that. Uh, but we shouldn't force these people to not be able to call themselves out. Same goes for a black person, too, though, or an Asian person or a Mexican person, right? If you look at somebody that's white and you go, I don't like that piece of crap right there because they're white. I'm gonna walk, Give me a gun. I'm going to walk up shooting. You should be made an example out of. I'm telling you, I'm all for public hangings. I'm for public executions for one year. A lot of this shit stops if we do it. But back to my point. The diversity of America's population consists of all people of all walks of life, the ethnic backgrounds, the people of those backgrounds, and what they contribute to this unbelievable, vibrant tapestry of cultural and acceptance. Acceptance. Now, I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, but there's not acceptance. Oh, no, 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 no. Nope. There was acceptance at one time. But we'll get into that later in the podcast. Sticking with what I'm talking about. The hope, liberty, and opportunity making this the greatest country on earth. That America that was that epitome of greatness, right? Well, there's a reason. There's a reason this country was so great. One of them, freedom. Freedom. You want to know what the other is? You ready? Are you ready? I'm going to say it. And what I want you to do is I want you to give me the respect of hearing me out. I just broke down to you what I thought freedom did to this country, what it offered. I just did that. So now the second one. The United States of America had long, had long, upheld the values of God and family. They were essential pillars of this society. 
they played crucial, crucial roles in shaping the identity of nations. And like it or not, I'm right. You can't argue it. It has been an integral part of this nation's success. God and family. God and family. I'm going to talk about how we need to highlight that again, because if we don't, we're in trouble. We are in trouble. We have got to get back to God, family, and country in the United States of America. We have got to highlight the impacts of those three words on individual lives, societal cohesion, and the preservation of core principles. The belief in God has been deeply, or had been, deeply ingrained in the American fabric. The foundation for its citizens, the freedom of religion enshrined in the Constitution, allows Americans to practice their faith without the fear of persecution. Now, I believe in the freedom to express. I've said that. I believe in the freedom to say what you want to say. But Christianity is the most mocked, made fun of religion in the world. Now, you're going to go, well, it's easy. Look at all the stuff people are doing. Look at the, the televangelist and the this and that. And, and I'm not crazy. Come on. If nothing else, you hate me. But you do know that, it, that it's somewhat I'm grounded in some reality. I know you're right. I'm not arguing that. I mean, never. That would be dumb to argue. That would be dumb to argue. But here we go again. Go right back to this, this, this thing of, of there's bad welders. When you need a welder, you call a welder. All right? Bad plumbers. You don't not call plumbers because I guarantee you, if there was a way we could figure it out, I bet a lot. I, I sound like I'm picking on plumbers. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I bet there's probably a substantial amount of plumbers been, uh, I don't know, arrested. Uh, arrested? What was that word? Arrested for uh, domestic violence. And when I say substantial, I don't mean half. I just mean, right, like right, if 10% of churches have committed horrendous crimes, what do you think the... Uh, equivalent would be applied anywhere else when you think about 10 percent of plumbers have committed horrendous crimes uh, 10 percent of electricians welders doctors lawyers nurses teachers when you think that kind of be a a a a, a norm like maybe 10 percent is kind of where i mean i would think that but whatever anyway but The freedom of religion enshrined in the Constitution allows Americans to practice their faith without that fear of persecution. Here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. Not all churches are bad. I, it's, it, 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 the fact that I have to say this is so crazy. 
But again, we got so many people that want to be nonconformists. They want to be churches are bad. They don't pay taxes. They're anti-government. Churches do all these bad things. That's why I stay away from religion, man. God's not real. He wouldn't let this happen. And now the, these stupid, ridiculous, ignorant things. What does that have to do with what you do? What does that got to do with what you do? Tell me. All right? Tell me. If you're a welder and you find out that 10% of welders are assholes, you're going to leave the profession? Is that what you're going to do? Or are you going to, I'm just not going to be that way. That's what I would do. I would just not be that way. So let's say for a second I'm right. All right? We live in a country where I saw a cartoon that made me stop in my tracks. Little boy standing outside of Columbine High School, and his dad's got his arm around him. And the little boy said, Dad, why didn't God stop the shooting? The dad said, how could he, son? He's not allowed in there. So, that was powerful. Here's why. Nowhere in that Bible that you hate, that people hate, they don't know anything, but nowhere in there does it say, God's going to, oh my God, look, that guy's supposed to do something right there. Right? Didn't do something. Will you go stop Pete? Peter, go stop. Damn it, Peter. Never mind. It's, I was going to stop him, but no. Now, I'm of the belief that before I was ever in my mother's tummy, because you know, only women can have babies, I had to throw that in there. Uh, before I was ever in her stump, stomach, there was a plan for me. All right? And I don't think God knew every second, every day what was going to happen. He didn't know that some guy was going to run a red light, get pissed off, pull in a convenience store, pull out a gun, go in there and shoot people. Okay? All right? God made everything of this earth pure. When it came into the world, pure, but he gave us free will. And with free will comes evil because it's what we do with it. All right? But what the Bible does guarantee, what God does guarantee is a reckoning. A reckoning. So it was either not give people free will or give people free will because way more good will be done than bad. Now, the bad that's done is bad. Yes. All right, when you've got James Gordon Meek, ABC News exec, former uh, New York Daily News exec, talking about wanting to uh, 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 do sexual things with this other person while they're both tag teaming a three-year-old, it doesn't get much worse than that. That's evil. Let's set this right here for a second. Can... Let me try. I'm just going to try, okay? I'm going to try. Several years, a little boy was born with a heart defect, okay? His parents were big LSU fans. Baton Rouge, big LSU fans. 
born with a heart defect. He wasn't going to live long. He needed he needed a toddler's heart. He needed an infant heart. I mean, this kid was about to uh, he was about to about to lose his life. Unfortunately, there was a family in Auburn, Alabama. Huge Tiger fans there, but Auburn Tiger fans. There was a car wreck. There was an accident. There was a child that had a brain bleed. Wasn't going to live. But his heart was fine. Now, I say that to say, sometimes... Sometimes, beauty comes from tragedy. Sometimes it happens. And you have to recognize that not everything is James Gordon Meek. Not everything is. There's an angel watching over a little boy in Baton Rouge now that's alive and thriving and doing well. God needed an angel the same age as the little boy that needed a heart. So God's like, hey, I'll make this work out. That's not coincidence, guys. What one time, everything was rooted in that fundamental thinking. That we needed to be better people. And we need to be better people because God's watching. Now, that is still true. Only nobody lives that way. You're mocked. I legitimately, literally, actually saw people going to church, getting arrested, but people protesting was okay. You saw it. You saw it. Don't tell me I'm wrong. You saw it. And, and you're willing to go, well, they don't pay taxes. They're meeting there to break the law. And these people are wanting justice. You don't know what that church does. You know that some churches have done bad things. But not all churches do it. Because the bottom line is, churches do provide, there are good churches out there, that provide civic opportunity community Uh, the ability to set example by serving others a place to take your children and have them engage with other children of like-minded people hey watch us serve others no matter what color no matter what sexual orientation no matter what we're going to go out there and help people you know, some churches do that. Well, religion's got too much money involved. In it. What does that have to do with you? What has that got to do with you? What has that got to do with your spirituality? It's an excuse. It's an excuse to not have to have that mental accountability factor in your head. That's what it makes people do. I don't, I don't have to. I mean, look at the stuff the church does. I, I'm not answered. I don't have to answer to that. 
And you may be right. Maybe right. But what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong? What if I'm right? Nay, when it's proven that I'm right, what do you... So, you're willing... And this is not about turning people to God. I hope it does. But that's not essentially what this is about. What this is about is the two things that are under attack in this country are freedom and God. One of them is not just under attack. God himself is not losing that battle. But we as God's quote-unquote soldiers or children, whatever you want to call it, we're losing that battle for him. There is nothing wrong with the togetherness community of churches when the church uses its tax-free funds to give back, to prosper, to build others up. My preacher lives in a very modest, just eh, three-bedroom home. I love people go, well, if he really cared about God, you know, he just, small apartment, what's he need to, wait wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. The same people, the same people say that people on food stamps, let them buy whatever they want to buy. How, how dare you govern with it? Why does it matter? Huh? What does it matter? So he lives in a modest home. Two children, a wife. So, so what? He didn't live in a mansion. It's not 4,000 square foot. 1,800, 1,850 square foot. Right? It's a job. He does his job. So don't argue that aspect. Okay, you win. Look, look, look. Watch, battle's over. I wish it didn't work that way, but tell me, tell me, how does it change the message? Huh? Is it because who's delivering the message? Well, you're not looking at that right. Look at who the message is from. Look at who it's from. If you're wrong, boy, it's going to be a long eternity, right? If I'm wrong, well, it's just going to be a long eternity, right? Nothing different from where you are. So, why not look at that as, wait a second, wait a second. I'm going to be a believer. I'm going to give my life to God. I'm going to be a better person because of God. I'm going to get involved with the church. You know, when I, if I see them doing things that are just that are immoral, I'm going to say something. I'm going to I'm going to leave that church, find another one. I'm not going to be a part of it, and you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. But this is what's wrong with this country. Freedom and God is gone. It's gone. There are no core values. Our core values used to be patriotism. And faith in God. Boop. We're teaching children that both of those are bad today. 
Tell me we're not. Tell me we're not. You can say it right now. We're not, we're not, we're not. You're full of... The family unit serves as a building block for American society. Strong family values. Love, respect, unity. They instill essential virtues in individuals. Families do. They provide emotional support. They nurture personal growth. And impart values that shape future generations. Values, they, they, they grow. They grow. Not all the time. Sometimes there's a fork in the road. Well, boy, that didn't take. That guy went out and killed somebody or did this. Right. Look at all the good ones that continue to grow. The commitment to family bond strengthens social cohesion. I'm telling you, it does. It does. It fosters a sense of belonging, stability in communities. Family values promote responsibility and accountability. That's gone in this country. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm right. You can't argue that. Family values promote responsibility, accountability, preservation. They're gone. Those traditions, gone. And the reason why is because used to family rooted in faith. Patriotism and faith. Patriotism, a sense of duty to one's country, is a fundamental aspect of this American identity. If this country's going to work, we've got to get back to being patriotic. The love for one's country inspires citizens to contribute positively to growth, its well-being, the commitment through through civic engagement, voting, community service, military service, the principles of liberty, justice, equality are like the piling, if you will, the foundation, the underpin of the nation's founding ideals that are preserved through its collective efforts of its citizens. The belief in the American dream, the notion that hard work and determination can lead to success fuels the aspiration of individuals and strengthens the fabric of this society. And it was rooted and based in God. I wrote that. I'm not wrong. They're gone. It's gone. Zero civic responsibility. Bullying going on left and right. I want to conclude with this on this on this portion here. Like it or not, I'm right. I'd love to have this debate with you on the live show. Welcome it. Have fun with it. The values of God, family, and country play a vital role in this American experience. Right now, it's playing a vital role in this American experience because the values of God, family, and country are gone. And we're getting what we get now this is what we get this is what we get just proving that those three core values based under the guise of freedom and god those are the two important ones but those core values that fall under those two are gone we're being told we shouldn't have pride in this country we're being told that, oh, God's not real, and people, religious people are just, you know, they're just zealots. and they're, they're, like, We're being told things. We're teaching our children these things. 
The values of God, family, and country play a vital role in this experience. The belief in God provides spiritual guidance. Family nurtures individuals and fosters that social cohesion. The belief in God provides spiritual guidance, nurtures individuals, and it helps the social experience be way more positive. A strong sense of patriotism fuels civic duty. See, these values collectively contribute to the unity, strength, and resilience that once was the United States of America. It's gone now. It's gone. Now, I happen to think it's still within reach, but I happen to think barely. We better do something fast. Or we're not going to be able to grasp that. It's, it's going to be out of our fingertips now. It's like, okay, it's too far gone now. At the beginning of this rant, I said to you, <clears throat> I said, what have you done to serve someone, right? right? Instead of posting something on Facebook, talking about how woke you are, right? Or how things need to be, right? How things need to be. This is how things should be, man. Tell me what you've done to make it that way, other than make a post. Do you think that making a meme, sharing a meme or a Facebook post, do you think that's going to inspire people? It's probably not. Probably not. I said, I said a second ago, patriotism fuels civic duty. And all those values collectively contribute to the unity, strength, and resilience of the United States of America, right? Patriotism gone. It's gone. That's why I asked you, what have you done? What have you done? See, patriotism fueled that. You're, at one time, love for country and love for what was possible fueled that. It's gone now. So when I ask you, what have you done? That's all people know to do anymore. I'm going to post this on Facebook. Maybe it'll inspire people. Social media is the scourge of our existence. It has made people lazy. It has made people bigoted. It has made people so evil. You know what you need to do? You need to not worry about color. You need to not worry about diversity or inclusivity or whatever. Get up and stop talking about doing shit. Get off the video games, out of the bar. Go do something. Go try something. Go challenge yourself to something. Challenge yourself. Hey, let me see if how I feel is justified. Hey, I'll go on a men's retreat with you, Kevo. I'll go. I want to see what it's about. I, I'll do a men. I'll go. You have to go as a retreat before you team. I promise. When you do, I'm 99.9% .9 sure you're going to go, yeah, I want to go back and team. I want to spend the weekend serving other people that are broken. What does it matter? What color they are. Huh? What does it matter? Have a sense of freaking patriotism. Because when you do, values will start rolling back in. But you want to know what's wrong. 
We don't have freedom under attack. Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. You want to know what's wrong? We don't have freedom at our fingertips anymore because it's under attack. And we don't have God in our hearts anymore because he's under attack. <clears throat> I'm not wrong about those things. And all you got to do is open your eyes and look at where we are. Maybe I'm right. No, no, I am right. We need to get back to God, family, and country. And understand, there are going to be bad people that use those three words as a front to do evil things. Just like plumbers do, or electricians do, or welders do, or teachers do, cops do. But by and large, the majority, not that way. Not that way. Go do something. Quit posting memes and trying to tell people what they ought to do with their life when you haven't done shit to serve anyone else in yours. And that's it, my rant's over. All right, telephone ringing there. That means subject change, new new, new thought here. All right, this is a disturbing story. So six-year-old who allegedly shot teacher bragged about it. Quote, I shot that dead. A six-year-old. I want you to think about that for a moment. This is uh, Virginia Crota of the Daily Wire. Six-year-old student who allegedly shot teacher Abigail Zwerner, 25, allegedly bragged about it to another school official. I shot that dead, he said, according to a search warrant that was recently unsealed. The shooting took place on January 6, 2023 at Rich Neck Elementary School in Newport News, Virginia. And Zwerner, who had reportedly been one of the several staff members to warn administrators they had concerns about this particular six-year-old student. Sustained gunshot wound to her left hand and upper torso. CBS News affiliate WTKR reported on the unsealed document which revealed what the student allegedly said to reading specialist Amy Kovac, who assisted in restraining the boy until authorities arrived on the scene. The student made several comments to Kovac after the shooting, according to the warrant, admitting that he had been the one to shoot the teacher. I shot that dead. I did it. And I got my mom's gun last night, he allegedly told her. The student has not been charged pursuant to the shooting, but his mother, Dia Taylor, faces one uh, felony charge of child neglect and one misdemeanor charge for leaving a firearm where a child could access it and cause harm. She's already pleaded guilty to a federal charge related to the use of marijuana while in possession of firearms. Warner has filed a $40 million lawsuit against school board, superintendent of schools, and her school's assistant principal, alleging that they all knew the child was potentially dangerous and did nothing about it when they had the chance. All defendants knew that John Doe attacked students and teachers alike, and his motivations to injure was directed toward anyone in his path, both in and out of school. The suit reads in part that. The lawsuit also claims that the boy had been placed on a modified schedule by the school due to previous behavior issues such as threatening and cursing at teachers, chasing students around playground with a belt in an effort to whip them. Now, all right, thoughts? I'll go first. I don't know where dad is, but that's a problem. It doesn't sound like there's a father in this person's life. And why would it be, right? Cher was on Oprah years ago, or one of those shows when somebody was like, uh, do you think men are useful? Is, useful for what? 
That's so funny. Yay. Look at that woman. Look at her. Yep. Yeah. Uh, How about possibly uh, being a dad? How about somebody in the house that uh, disciplines? I'm not saying this dad would have been. I don't know where this, I don't know who this dad is. I, he may be a degenerate like mom, but mom's a degenerate who needs somebody's got to be punished here. Now, school's extremely culpable, but mom is really, really culpable too. A six-year-old shot a teacher, and then says, "I shot that." dead and then says I took my mama's gun last night and is it now I don't know uh, I don't know if the child's still with the mother that's another sad thing social services it needs a whole revamping in this country uh, but neither here nor there um, this is a problem Six-year-old walks in, shoots a teacher, 25 years old. Think about that. 25 years old, you walk in, and a six-year-old pulls a gun on you. Huh? Should I go back to this God's not in this country anymore? Huh? We're constantly downing white people. We're constantly downing uh, 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 teachers. We're... I'm not saying this was race motivated. I'm not saying it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. Something tells me though. I'm just going on a limb here. Something tells me this child has uh, probably been trained to dislike people that are Caucasian. Woke prosecutor fumes at evil oh sorry <laughs> at evil dictator DeSantis for booting her from office destroyed democracy of course of course he did Monique Worrell last out Wednesday morning after Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis spinning her from office as state attorney for the ninth judicial circuit for dereliction of duty and incompetence DeSantis said that Worrell who was backed by a group tied to Democrat billionaire George Soros has allowed murderers, other violent offenders, and dangerous drug traffickers to receive extremely reduced sentences and escape the full consequences of their criminal conduct. The policies and practices mentioned in the executive order that led to her suspension include avoiding minimum mandatory sentences for gun crimes, avoiding minimum mandatory sentences for drug trafficking offenses, allowing juvenile offenders to avoid serious charges and incarceration altogether, Avoid valid and applicable sentencing enhancements. Limiting charges for child pornography. And seeking withhold of adjudication in situations not permitted under Florida law. Worrell said at a press conference following her suspension that her office did things unconventionally. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. And claimed that DeSantis was a dictator who was implemented tyranny and has single-handedly destroyed democracy in the state of Florida. So I want to make sure we get this right. Well, let me finish. It's only fair to finish. Worrell said that while her legal team is prepared to fight her suspension through the legal system, but did not believe that she would be successful because the courts have been assembled by the governor. The legislature has a supermajority in favor of the governor. 
Along with me, two of my deputy chief assistants have been fired, she added. This should not happen in a democracy. Wait a minute. Nope, let me finish reading. It's not fair. Uh, Worrell said the fact that DeSantis suspended her the day before school starts was evil because she has kids. All right, I'll, I'll keep going. She also attacked law enforcement for giving DeSantis the information he needed to remove her from office, claiming they wanted her removed because she held them accountable. Well, at least she held somebody accountable, right? Worrell said she had uncovered just the tip of the iceberg within law enforcement when she was suspended, and that's why her deputy chief was fired. All righty. So, here we go. DeSantis' office listed numerous instances. Just this past weekend, Worrell was the center of a major controversy. Dutton Vile was arrested March 2023 for sexual battery of a minor, as well as lewd lascivious molestation. The arrest was made while Vile was on probation for another offense. That probation began in February 2023. Vile was still let out on bond and thereafter shot two Orlando police officers. I have a long pause. That's what that was. Unbelievable. November 2022, 17-year-old Lorenzo Larry shot and killed his pregnant girlfriend, DeShayla Ferguson. Larry had previously been arrested in May 2022 on several charges, including carrying a concealed firearm, possession of a firearm on school property, and criminal possession of a firearm by a minor. He was released after all these arrests. World's office did not act on any of these charges until after he killed his girlfriend and their unborn child. In February 2023, 19-year-old Keith Moses shot and killed a cameraman and a 9-year-old girl. He had a long history of arrest as a juvenile, including aggravated battery, assault, grand theft. As recently as November 2021, he was arrested for drug possession. No charges were pursued. Wow. In October 2022, a minor was arrested on first-degree murder charges with a firearm. The shooting was captured on video. One month later, World's office inexplicably filed a petition to reduce the charge to firearm possession. He was placed on probation. All right, all right. Whew. Yep. So, first thing I'll say is let's go back to, to a couple of her comments, all right? Um, this should not happen in democracy. Along with me, two of my deputy chief assistants have been fired. She had it just not happen in democracy, right? So, wait. In a democracy, we should just, uh, you know, Whatever happens, happens. Look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're not doing well. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that we're doing a shitty job. It's a democracy. Let it go. Just, just, just do what you do. Uh, the fact that DeSantis suspended her the day before school starts was evil because she has kids. Evil because she has kids. All right, so let's go back up here a second. All right, here we are. Just this past weekend... World was sitting on major controversy. Datton Vile was arrested in March 2023 for sexual battery on a minor. That minor is a kid. A minor has parents. As well as lewd, lascivious molestation. The arrest was made. Vile was on probation for another offense. That probation began in February 2023. Vile was still let on a bond and thereafter shot two Orlando police officers. Uh, those Orlando police officers that that vile, disgusting maggot of a human being shot. They had kids, probably. Did you say, hey, this is evil. 
we're going to hold this person accountable. Did you happen to say that was that evil? That, you want to talk about that? Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. All right. Uh, she also attacked law enforcement for giving DeSantis the information needed to remove her office, claiming they wanted her removed because she held them accountable. There's always a conspiracy to get somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's never, when's the last time you've watched one of these degenerates walk up and go, I wasn't doing my job the way I should have been doing it. Um, I got to hold myself accountable. I should have done better. I didn't. I was in over my head. I need to back up and reflect on this and figure out a way to get better. When's the last time that happened? Has it ever happened? In the history of ever, has it happened? I don't think it has. February 2023, Keith Moses killed a cameraman and a nine-year-old girl. That nine-year-old girl was somebody's daughter. Was that evil, miss? He had a long history of arrest as a juvenile, including aggravated battery, assault, and grand theft. As recently as November 2021, he was arrested for drug possession, but no charges were pursued. She wants to reduce a first-degree murder charge with a firearm to firearm possession. And he was placed on probation. Now, I don't know how old that minor was. I'm just going to go out here on limb. You ready? You ready? Let's say 13. I don't know. I'll try to find it. But let's say 13. Look, look, hear me out. Are you telling me that a 13-year-old doesn't know right from wrong? That a 13-year-old doesn't know I'm not supposed to take this firearm and shoot that person for no reason. You're telling me they don't know that? That, well, how could they know that what they were doing was uh, was so bad, you know? Uh, yeah, we're going to move this down to uh, uh, firearm possession. And uh, place them on probation. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Tell me again. I want to go back to my opening round, okay? Tell me freedom's not under attack. A kid shoots somebody. It's it's first-degree murder. It's evidently premeditated. First-degree murder. Uh, Firearm possession placed on probation. Now. We could, if you wanted to, I am open to the debate of, do you lock this kid up for the rest of his life? Do you lock him up for 40 years, 30 years? Do you give him a chance to rehabilitate? I'm open for that discussion, I guess. All right. But I'm not open for the discussion of firearm possession placed on probation. I'm not open for that. Tell me again how I'm wrong uh, about. There, there's no values anymore. No values at all. At all. When you get fired, nobody's accountable. They walk up. They blame people. They call them dictators. Tyranny. Nazis. Zero accountability anywhere. Nobody looks and says, I got to do better. I got to do better. There's four examples right there. You mean to tell me she couldn't have just said, well, of the examples they shared, those are bad. I, I need to do better. Nope. Nuh-uh. Nazi tyranny, your fault, you're evil. 
And here's what happens. That's how the news reports it. The news reports it. As DeSantis got rid of another black lady. I bet I could find it. I bet I could find that in the news somewhere. Bet I can. He's the only governor I know throwing these people out. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, all right. Much love to you. Thank you to our friends over at RHTC. Uh, I'm here to tell you, we need God. We need freedom. We need to restore freedom. We need to restore our faith in God. Without it, we're in trouble. That's why you got prosecutors doing this. Pros- this is what we're doing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that wrong. My bad. Uh, no, prosecutor. Yes, yes. Prosecutor. It's what we're doing. Unconventional, huh? Yeah, I'd say that is the case. Okay. I'm going to go find somewhere somebody's blaming this on race. I'll go find it. All right. Thank you to our friends over at RHTC. Cannot do it without you. Thank you. It means a lot to me. I love you so much. You're the greatest. Uh, to all of you out there, what you're doing left, right, center, doesn't matter. I hope you're well at it. I hope God's blessing you, and I'm praying for you every day. I hope you have a great, fantastic, amazing, awesome weekend. Uh, I'll be back uh, with a podcast on Sunday. Until then, go check out my old stuff. It's all archived on uh, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all that good stuff, okay? Much love to you. Remember, it's the only podcast I know in this area or anywhere around that truly is rooted in three fundamental core values that we need and everybody in this country needs, and that's God, family, and this country because we are unwavering, and we stick to that. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. Much love. Bye.